Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 237, is that right? 237, wow. And it is the second episode of the Fall of the House of Ember. I want to give a big shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash adventuring patrons like Nick, William, Kimberly, Michael, and Feral Joe. Our patrons allow us to do such cool things, and we hopefully are giving them a little bit of value back with bonus episodes every month with special guests, with uh, the uh, interviews that we do on twitch.tv slash srsbiz underscore network. And of course, with the uh, Beholder level stuff that we do, as well as the Ancient Dragon game. You know, we run two or three Ancient Dragon games a year uh, where patrons pop in for just one month to pay the the $50. And, uh, you know, it's a ton of fun. We love doing that kind of stuff. So uh, if you want to become a patron, you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash adventuring and make that a thing. I also want to take a moment to talk about our friends over at threeweeks.courses. They offer bite-sized courses that help you learn, create, or achieve something new in just three weeks. You listen to the show, you love D&D, there's an awesome course over there that we think you will love, which is Improvisation in Roleplaying, How to Run a Game in the Now. It's taught by a veteran game master and improviser, John Serpico, and you'll get the skills to make any campaign more immersive. You'll leave the course with a fresh campaign idea and a tip sheet for how to run it. Just head over to threeweeks.courses and at checkout, be sure to click the box that says how did you hear about us and select Adventure Incorporated so they know we sent you. As they like to say, what will you learn, create, or achieve in just three weeks? That's threeweeks.courses. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Uh, on a lighter subject, uh, how's the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Jabeto, the rogue. We're basically family. So do you want to admit to your family that all you want to do is learn how to read so that you can read pornos? (laughs) Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The plan worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We should have a plan more often. Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why are my nipples not convincing? Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. <sighs> okay. How do I you feel? want to go do you want to go directly from uh the tavern to the King of Thieves mansion? Do you want to Jabeto's uh, finishing dinner? Right. I and, think yes. It can, I think we should do investigation into the general vibe corruption first. Well, isn't that going to take the week? 
That's fine. Make him fucking wait. Okay. <laughs> Fuck I mean, him. I'm not going to fight you on going to the library. Ugh. Fuck him. Fuck Horton. We'll go when we're good and ready. Okay. You're right. It shows power to Is wait. Is there any, That's like, right. picture books? I bet I, we'll, fi we'll find some. Yeah. But, like, picture history books. So I can be helpful. <laughs> Baby's first C ember is fall. for corruption. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's first Emberfall history book. <laughs> this this textbook has many oh, runes. Asher, that's just that's just shapes one hundred and one. That's that's all. <laughs> See and learn the Blade War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> it's a, there's a speak. There's a mystical speaking spell. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. Okay. So you head to, uh, you have to go pretty deep into the city to find a library of any, like, import uh, towards the, uh, in the same city as the Ashen Observatory is. What's up, Gibetto? What if we stop by the Temple of Salius? Keeper of secrets. I don't. Um, what do you want to do there? Yeah. Investigate <laughs> the corruption on the throne. Great. Just, just, yeah, I just went, like, Salius. <laughs> Salius was the one who drew up the contract for, for imprisoning Herrix. So Salius knows about corruption. And maybe how it's affecting so yeah. it make, us here. Or, yeah. Right. So wouldn't it make sense that there might be something in the temple pertaining to the corruption on the throne? Yeah, there might be. Salius is just also a big bully. Yeah. He I like her. Mm. She likes me. Yeah, but Ugh. look what she did to the magic man. I don't think she had a choice. Also, she set him free so that she could, so that he could the magic help. man could be our ally. Yeah. Like, it if anything, she's being really cool. Yeah, well, we didn't get to <laughs> chat with her like you did. Yeah, it was harsh. All but... we, all I saw is the magic man come broken and and. Oh, I mean, he's such a crybaby like, now. Just, he used to be. Are you just scary. being jealous? Now he's a sad. No. Genevera? No, I'm just I like Genevera. I'm just mad for my friend. Um Gibetto gives her a look like a they just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, the the They'll never the understand. How much the magic man means to us. Right. Now, they weren't there for a lot of the conversations we had when we first met. So, right. Um, yeah, I know. No, that makes sense. And they're big idiots. So, there we go there. <laughs> Genevera, okay. why are you laughing? I feel better. Yeah, we can go. We can go. <laughs> why are you, to the temple why did you just start laughing? No one said anything <laughs> to you. That's between me and my self and my best friend in the world. Yourself? <laughs> Yourself? <laughs> it's a half. No, me and her. me, me and me and. Let's just go. 
I like how much contempt Itaha has for everyone else <laughs> in the party. <laughs> just, just hates them. Just has no respect whatsoever. Um, <laughs> uh, while uh, so, Kath says, if y'all are heading to that temple of Salius, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead to the High Ioran Temple. Maybe I can learn something about Dunglaris while we're here. Should we not split up? I'm okay. Yeah, do you want to do that alone? I'm okay with that. I was just going to go in there low key, uh, hood up, and I'm sure it'll be fine. But uh, just, yeah, if just, one of you wants to come with. As, as someone who's done that, who's gone off to do a religious thing by themselves, I don't recommend it. Can you can you come with me? <laughs> Asher, do you want to come with? I mean... That way, if either of you die, Keth does. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Why don't we do one thing first and then the other thing? Or do we not have time to do both things? I, I get, we have probably have time. I'm sure Genevera will find the solution real quick. I'm, and, I guess I'm asking Anthony a little bit more. Like, do we not have the time to like visit one then visit the next? Like, does that how much time does that burn in our week? <clears throat> well, so first of all, are you guys going like tonight after? Uh, Gibetto finishes dinner. <laughs> yeah, we're just fucking waiting on Gibetto. I love everyone's waiting on me to like. <laughs> Gibetto's taking his fucking time too. He's making a goddamn meal of it. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, he's cutting so slow. Like each bite, one, two, three, four, five, six, all everyone's thirty like, bites finished. Gibetto, <laughs> <laughs> you know I could use some. De- what do you got for dessert around here anyway? Dinner is so much longer now that Gillick isn't here. <laughs> so much longer. Yeah, they'd never run out of food. <laughs> um, so that's an actual. Are you guys going to try to go to the temple of Salius and the temple of? So the answer is no. You can't do that tonight. I think is actually the answer. Everything's closed tonight. You can go into a temple because, uh, like you know, temples are open for worship, uh, but you're not going to be able to talk to anybody. Um, well, Salius, who knows? Everybody's Salius is sleeping. Closed. Well, right. Air quotes. There could be a They're secret. secret. Uh, Their hours are secret. <laughs> no one. <laughs> All right. So um, here's what we should do. Um, we should swing by the library right before their doors close. Grab some books. Hunker down for tonight. In the morning, first thing we go to Salius's temple. Then we go to Iora's temple, and then we can go back to the library and go from there. That sounds great. Gibetto puts his hand up. Yes, Gibetto. I high five. If we swap that, uh, we can we can do the Ioran sunrise ceremony uh, and then go over to Salius's. Great, fine, perfect. Okay, let's go. Okay, does that work for okay. you, Kath? Yeah, I just didn't want to go to the library at all, but I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> you guys, like, I I will be five minutes. It's never five minutes, so, uh, It's never five minutes. Yeah, you always say five minutes. It's and like then... basically five minutes. You grab <laughs> and go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't... Can we so, order ahead do... at the library? <laughs> Just to they make sure. They don't do curbside. Uh... No, they don't do curbside at the library. <laughs> uh, so, Gibetto uh, finishes his meal. The it's four of so you strike good. out. Seriously, thank you so much. Thank you so much <laughs> for all Jennifer the care. Jennifer's already that, out the door. All the care that you gave our table tonight. I just you're you're such a great wait staff. I can't believe we got so lucky as to have you. 
No problem, love. It was great to have you too. Of course, tips are accepted in this jar here, so, you know. Oh, I wish I could. And Gepetto, like, <laughs> pulls on the main pockets, not his, like, hidden pockets, and they're empty. Gepetto, what is but, she saying? I don't you know speak what? Thieves' time... Can't. I have no idea what she's saying. Oh, she's... What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, though. Uh, next time we come back, for sure, uh, hopefully I'll have found a job, and then, you know, I'll have some money to give you. If you've got any leads, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She doesn't. She doesn't uh, dignify that with a response. I, I throw. Genevera has left gold pieces on the table because it's rude not to tip. A- Asher also. Uh, Gibetto definitely took those. I think. No, no, no. Gibetto <laughs> leaves them. Asher also puts a gold piece on the table, but he flips it for like Virilian. I mean, so um, that's a lot. Like Gibetto, like as we're leaving, uh, you guys left a lot of tips. You took like, forever. Is- yeah. We, we you took forever the entire and night. it was ten copper dinner was ten <laughs> copper and she still gave <laughs> so what I've tried to figure you out you just made her like the third richest woman in this section of town <laughs> good she, she's gonna buy a, her own tavern <laughs> and name it after herself <laughs> that's fine <laughs> you say it's fine now <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so uh genevera you get to um uh you get to the library there's like 10 minutes left before they close you go in the gang stands outside roll me an investigation how check. mad is the librarian uh after two hours she's pretty mad uh <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you have 11. to get out of here. The door, we're closed, ma'am. Ma'am. 11. Yes, yes, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Mike was out. Yeah, 11. Okay. Uh, so you uh, you walk out with some, some history books uh, and you eventually leave the library with them uh, and take them back to, uh, like you guys hit up a tavern no, for no the picture night. No books? Whatever. Like an inn, I guess, yeah. is the word I was looking for. Yeah. A different one. Right, obviously. Uh, you uh, dig through those books, um, and you don't you don't find anything in particular about, like, corruption of the throne. Do I find any, like, significant, significant dates or, like, abnormal uh, events? Yeah, any rulers that start off one way and end up another? Yeah. There is uh, some discussion that you find about the ruler before uh, Garhand, uh, Marcus Mordheim. Uh, Mordheim was a uh, a soldier, and he was like a supposed to be a great ruler who was going to uh, you know, reunite Emberfall after some civil war. Uh, you know, and, and especially Emberfall never really recovered after the Blade Wars, uh, like it had been, uh, pre-Blade War. Uh, pre-Blade War, Emberfall had been the seat of, uh, like, crafting and smithing and artistic endeavor. Like, the dwarves had huge industry here, uh, for specifically, like, dwarven crafted things. 
post-Blade War, things were real messed up here for a long time. Marcus Mordheim was supposed to be the one that would turn that around. And uh, this account from one of the nobles uh, that you see a note in the back that after this account, he was executed by Mordheim. Uh, but it is a takedown of uh, the, all of the things that Mordheim said before he took the throne were dear to him, that he had been making choices that, that went like directly against that. Um, and that like there were significant things that he was supposed to have done that he just never did. And he like turned his back on his people, according to this noble. Were there things that he did do that were particularly out of place? And was there a kind of a, a timeline? Like when was the first thing that was like, wow, this is contrary to what yeah. we thought he wanted, like a, a law put into place? Like, like not necessarily the year, but uh, how long after yeah, like the throne. Because <laughs> what I want to know is like the the pattern and like the rate at which the, it corrupts, right? Like if he's like, I'm the new good ruler. Here's some like better, here's some better policies. And then like suddenly he starts, is it either very sudden and he's just sort of like, I'm now king and I also suck? Or is it a slow, um, gradual? Is it, I mean, I don't know if I'm... Asher's not reading. Rob the player wants to know. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of account of a timeline here, and it's difficult to say for sure. Um, based off some of the other histories you're able to pull together, uh, Genevera, you know that uh, pretty soon into being king, uh, that Kalyan Garhand became his advisor. Um, and you're able to see that Mordhein was murdered and that they were not able to solve that murder and that there was some suspicion on Garhand for a while, but that suspicion uh, went away. Okay, so she's going to make a note. So the things that she's going to look deeper into are going to be Mordheim himself and then um, any like... Any... She's going to pick up some like Pulp Fiction... Um, any crime novels that were written around that time to tear through to kind of see if there are any like people with conspiracy theories about who murdered a king are definitely going to write fiction books about them. Um, <laughs> okay. It, is there in uh, Genevera, did you find was there corruption before this guy too? Like, was, is this a pattern or is this a. N- this, has this happened with two kings? I wonder, I, hmm. I'm not sure what you're asking. Are you asking about the king before Mordheim? Yeah, was he? Did he suddenly start out really noble and then go corrupt? So it seems like you would, from what you'd I'm, have to dig into that more too. You yeah, don't know. it seems like from what I'm reading. Uh, Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong. That nobody was great until they had hope for Mordheim. That would be uh, accurate from what you have read. Okay. Okay. Uh, Genevera. Yeah. What if we look into, because kings hold court. They just invite people in and like hear complaints and make decrees and stuff like that. I imagine somebody writes that stuff down. Maybe like the town hall or something like that. Uh, 
what if we look at those early um, Mordheim town halls or courts? I don't know what they're called. Uh, and if there's some weird decrees, like I imagine initially they were probably reasonable and maybe we'll notice a pattern uh, along those lines that can give us a better idea of a timeline. Okay. Um, I also think that um, looking into... Uh, I need to do a little bit more research into the Blade War um, and if there was someone who and it, again it sounds like this is, this may be what Mordheim was but if there was someone who promised to um, fix Emberfall post Blade War maybe their fix was something curse like oh um, so like if they said I can I can re restore Emberfall to its rightful place which is again what I what it looks like Mordheim was Quite promising doing. and it looks like Anthony correct me if I'm wrong it looks like the economy of Emberfall did start turning up or it still has not recovered I mean, it depends on your perspective. Uh, Emberfall is definitely in a much better place than it was after the Blade War. If you're okay with criminals, uh, okay. there is definitely a criminal element to Emberfall now. There's a lot of money coming in and out of Emberfall, and the people in general are a lot better off if you're a criminal. <laughs> okay. Well, that is something that I will look into as well. Someone who promises promises greatness and recovery. Um yeah, and may have gone about it in a yeah. even if they failed, may have like tried and uh, accidentally or intentionally put this curse on the floor. Yeah, made it. So I think what we'll do is the next time you do a research run, um, we'll have you roll, and then depending on the result of that roll, you can ask like some number of questions based off your result. Okay, cool. uh, and that's how we'll do that. I love it. Um, <clears throat> Cool. So you guys spend the night. Uh, six days remain. Dawn of the sixth day. Uh, <laughs> oh God! If the I guess moon uh, 144 hours in... remain. <laughs> we, we should rest. Uh, I, I think you guys probably rested. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> Maybe Genevera was up all night reading, but uh, that's rest for her. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's bleary eyed. Yeah. <laughs> Manic. Just Yeah. <laughs> we we oh, go so into a excited. room, it looks like the Pepe Sylvia thing, like which is different <laughs> book, like pieces of the book, like pages. Absolutely. Ripped out. No, she would never take pages out of a book. Yeah. Their books she are just copy them, pinned though. on she the wall. She would copy them. Yeah. Uh she has the string round wound around the book. Yeah. And like <laughs> the whole book. Right. Up to another book. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay <clears throat> so before sunrise who, who's waking up to wake you guys up I mean, who's 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 probably wakes up or the I, asher yeah because i i only the four hour sleep oh yeah you trance I trance so you you wake everyone up just before oh, and sunrise. i take a lot of pleasure in it because it's really annoying he's already been he's already <laughs> been awake for several hours <laughs> yeah oh you're already awake I'm so ready for oh, this. Oh, I was I really wanted that to be yes, whatever and I leave immediately. I got <laughs> <laughs> I got I, I sneak up on Keth. Keth. Yes, Asher. What the <laughs> hell? 
You were all supposed to be asleep. <laughs> I was meditating. I leave. I immediately leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you to be so good. I like sneak into the door. What's up, Son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 she turns. She turns from her pin board and is like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. What's up? Do you need something? <laughs> no. Are we? Are you guys ready yeah, to go? Everyone's already awake. Apparently, I was just. This was gonna be. You're the last one up. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, <clears throat> so the four of you head to the High Cathedral of Iora. Oh. The High Cathedral is uh, stunning. Uh, it is built up on uh, a high point in the city so that as the sun begins to uh, crest over the mountains, uh, it is bathed in light in a way that other parts of the city are not. Uh, but as it is just before that now... Um, you know, there's still that early morning false dawn light in the streets. Uh, anyone you see is headed in that direction. Uh, for the most part, you don't see a lot of people around, but those who are, are heading there now. Um, and the kinds of people you see going there run the gamut. Uh, it's like just people of all walks of life, uh, that have uh, a place in the city are making their way toward this temple. Um, the high cathedral is massive, a huge building and, uh, several stories high with a, an amazing, uh, tower in the center of it, uh, that is ringed in glass, uh, at the top with what looks to be some sort of, uh, metallic orb. Uh, this time of day, the luster on the orb is low, but you know that when the sun hits that orb, it's going to be, uh, like shining and brilliant. Uh, from that point in the cathedral. When you arrive, uh, the first thing you notice about the front doors of the cathedral, you know, there's four sets of double doors. They're all thrown open wide. People are making their way up in. And between each set of double doors is an armed guard. Do they look uh, churchy or more military? Both. Uh, they are definitely wearing the insignia of the church. Um, they are wearing like, uh, stuff for Iora. Um, <clears throat> some of them even appear to have some insignia of peacekeepers. Uh, but they are all very capable warriors. And, uh, does it look like more blood Iora, uh, uniforms or can I, can we tell? Um, so... Give me, uh, give me an investigation. 16. So looking at this, um, you're not seeing anything that's like, that screams blood, right? Like, it's not like the vials are all red, uh, the, uh, or anything like that. Um, but there is, um, you've spent a fair amount of time around followers of Iora, uh, and there is a energy about this. There is a tension here, uh, in the air, 
And as you like step up the steps and you look into the cathedral, you can see that there are like people are segregating themselves to two sides of the the place to like worship here, right? Um, like people are spreading out to either side and in a way that everyone on one side is talking to each other and everyone on the other side is talking to each other and there's not a lot of cross communication like you might expect at a church event like yeah. this. Um, and you can feel that tension in the air. Hey, y'all, you notice it seems like there's two groups here and I, I imagine one is for the light Iora and one's for the blood Iora. Yeah, it's kind of sound yeah i this is this thing's grown enormous uh, whatever dunglaris has done it's, it's yeah not going to be solved if we take him out um I, I i would like to see uh a service i haven't seen one in a long time uh and just maybe we'll kind of learn stuff from the people around us and maybe the priest who, who, who talks to us up there. Yeah. Um, I'll sit on the blood side. Okay. I'll go with you, Jibuto. I'll go light. This, this way we can figure out. Yeah. Listen to people and. Yeah. 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 Unless Kath, do you want to be, I just, I don't want to put you in a situation where you're gonna like hulk out on somebody. I'll stay. I'll stay on the light side because I don't know. Maybe they, <laughs> they they like take blood drink from the priest, and if it's Dunglaris, that would, I, I don't want. I don't want that right now. Right now, like eventually, maybe, but not right now. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll go light because it seems fair. Thanks, buddy. I got you. Fishbowl. I don't know what's. I've never seen one of these, so this is going to be kind of a trip for me. Yeah, don't say anything or do anything unless. What? I. Just, just roll with it, and Kath heads in. <laughs> do nothing. Okay. Wow. No Very blood. exciting religion. The fucking he just follows in. We could have sat on the blood side, and we didn't. <laughs> you want to sit? I, we could sit on the blood side. I mean, I'm just saying we haven't done anything lately. I, I, shh, but he's my friend. <laughs> I could do All both. Right. Sit in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes my ideas. <laughs> I suggest giving a magical artifact to an angel and putting him on a throne. That's dumb. Sitting in the middle of the aisle. What an idiot. Oh. <laughs> I guess Ashley hey, wouldn't know. <laughs> You're the one with the body. I am the one with the body. <laughs> oh, no. Ashley goes and sits on the light side. <laughs> sits right in the fucking middle of the floor. <laughs> but he like, yeah, he goes sits next to Kev, but he like thinks about it. He feels <laughs> right on the edge yeah. of the aisle. Like <laughs> this, wow, this chair is not as comfortable as the ground over there. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't Why don't people it. just sit in the middle? Have you ever thought about that? That's where people walk. 
You can't people sit there. walk during these. I thought you said we sit and do nothing. You're yeah, done, you're you not, you're, sto- you're not keeping your story straight. <laughs> you, everyone else can walk. Why can't I walk? Because <laughs> I don't trust you to, to behave here. <laughs> this, you need to be. Proper. Asher stands up and goes sits on the blood side. <laughs> it's a, then Kat thinks uh, it's their their problem now. <laughs> I um, <laughs> you like that Dune song? I'm on the blood side now. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be any blood, and it's going to suck. This is already boring. Okay, <laughs> Kath, should I just go with you? We don't have to stay. Asher stands You're up welcome and goes sit on the light side again. <laughs> no, uh, Asher, we really need you to make up your mind. I guess we're good now. <laughs> I think it would be beneficial for two of us to be on one side and two of us to be on the other fine, side. I'll so. sit here. It's fine. I don't know. Meanwhile, Gibetto is like chatting up all of the patrons around him. <laughs> Beautiful morning today, isn't it? I can't wait to hear about the, you know, I can't wait to hear what they have to say. Oh, yeah, should be a good sermon, although uh, I'm not sure who's coming in to do the talk today. Some are better than others, if you catch oh, what I'm like saying. Church. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you get the visiting ones in and they don't have any idea, like, how to relate to the to the local people, you know? Well, and some people have better ideas than others when it comes to the importance of certain symbols within our religion and what they mean to folk like us. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gebetto, uh pulls out the Make I Or Great Again hat. Nice little minor illusion. Puppy on. <laughs> it's already red. <laughs> <laughs> So where did Asher sit? The light side. Okay. Genevera goes and sits next to Gibetto. Steph's like, I need these fucking logistics now. (laughs) 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 Haha, funny bit. You can't stand in the back of a church for too long. You feel like I like I feel genuinely awkward about, you know, waffling. Yeah, you walk in in and like Yeah. yeah. Like the point of going to church is to slip in and like sit immediately so that nobody stares at you. This is because when they stare at you, they know you haven't been there in a while and Judge you're not wrong. You're 100% right. I know. I know I'm not. Yeah, you find your seat and you sit there like you always sit there. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, yeah, this is where I belong. You, it's so fucking uncomfortable when the person that actually always sits there shows up and they're like, excuse me? I have a I have a really easy way I deal with that, <clears throat> which is that I just don't go back, uh, and then I never have to worry about it. And then you wait, you yeah, wait to find about... out the part of the sermon where they're just like, Oh shit! Everybody's gonna kneel now. Hold on. Okay. And they changed all the words slightly so that Rob, when Rob. you're saying the words that you knew by heart ten years yeah. ago, they're slightly they're different, different is now. the worst. And with your spirit, the fuck. Buckle up. Uh, so- <laughs> oh god, it's gonna be like Royal Church. It's gonna be like the time I went to Easter like two years ago. It was like I don't get this at all. I really so, like church guys. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm shitting on it, but I do, I do like I love going to the, the ceremony church. of it. It's just I hate the organized religion <clears throat> part of it, but yeah, I really like it. I hate sitting sometimes. still in one spot ever. So this is that's r- why this religion is didn't click with me. I think that's the real reason. Undiagnosed ADHD. Okay. So, uh, as 
you guys get closer to the time that the the sunrise will begin um you are beginning to notice that the the uh, the crowd is slowing in its uh, uh entrance and one side definitely you know it's not dominant it's not overwhelming but one side definitely has more people than the other and it's not the side you'd prefer uh there are definitely more people on the blood side than there are on the light side um uh, also been chatting uh and he says uh in, in, in greeting he says uh, in, in Iora's light may the light touch you i can't believe that uh, there's just so many of them now over there there are always elements of our lives that we seek to explain. And sometimes people choose explanations that we don't always choose. It just seems to have taken everyone by storm and they're just just, an angry mob just all of a sudden decided to join or, you know, change what they've been taught their entire lives because they seem to be getting a, a... I don't know, maybe a quick fix of something. Why, why do you think that they've, I don't know, abandoned the light? Oh, I I don't think they've abandoned the light. L- look around. There are more people here now than there have ever been. Uh, they come here because we all hear the same words. We all learn the same things. The light is a part of them, whether they uh, realize it or not. And I think most would say they do. And they're, you think they're just emphasizing a different aspect that was already there? I think there are some radical ideas of late, but radical ideas come and go. And the, it is the, the true traditions that stay. That's, that's, that's wise. But speaking of radical, um, heard he's been here before but have you seen dunglaris here lately mm. we've had a few talks from him yeah. um he has his own particular brand of worship i think uh i don't tend to it doesn't tend to resonate with me but the message that he says is one of um of Iora. Yeah, of crazy blood, crazy fucked up Iora. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, walk in the light. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, again, uh, people are entitled to their own opinions uh, as long as they carry with them the spirit and intention of what we are trying to convey. <sighs> Yeah, okay. And Keth uh, turns to, to to his left instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the person uh, stands up, uh, moves down through the aisle, uh, and walks down the center of the aisle to the front <gasps> of the room, uh, climbs up onto the pulpit, and uh, turns back to address the did congregation. You just, did you just... Uh, the person... Wait, the person to the left of Keth or the person... No, to, to, to the right. The one he was just was talking like, to. What am I doing? What it, what, uh, 
Uh, Keth is mortified. He just like has his jaw just dropped. Uh, the per the the person stands up there. Uh, he's like a, a older looking uh, human, but a kind face. Um, and he says, "Good morning. May you all walk in the light. May the light touch you." you. God. It's like real. Geppetto takes his cues from the people around him. Uh, what do the? Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of lie yeah. uh, to you. Uh, Asher the watermelon. People say it also. Uh, so uh, there is yes, ish. Uh, so everyone on the light side says it. Most of the people on the blood side say it. Um, and and. Looking around, you don't have a great intention. Uh, you don't have a great feel of whether or not that is an intention of like, we're not saying that or like that there's a group of people here that are maybe more passively engaged. Sure. Uh, the, the people on the light side definitely seem to be more actively engaged in this than this side does. Uh, but you think that's probably a mix of both. Okay. Uh, but but a, a majority of the people on this side do say it, uh, even if it is not quite as enthusiastic as it is on the other side. Um, the the man at the front says, uh, "As we gather before the sun rises for a ceremony of light, and truth, a celebration of life on a day to day." We must remember that today is special. It is special to us, and so it is special to Iora. Take a moment before the light touches here to think of the things that are important and special to you. The things that make today unique, that make it valued to you. The things that you can carry forward in your day to speak to others, to share that light. Find that purpose and hold on to it. And it is through that understanding of oneself that we can connect to Iora. Through life, through memory, and through the warmth and bonds that we share here is a congregation. As he says that, the first beam of light passes through a massive glass window against the wall. The first beams enter through and they shine down onto the, uh, the podium that he is standing at. Uh, and you begin to see as the sun rises, the light lifts up over the podium and onto him and behind him as these uh this glow just rises up through and as it lift, as it goes through this stained glass uh you see behind him rising this uh visual emblem of the vial uh of golden liquid and the rays of golden light coming off of it uh on a field of red and white and as the glass as the light begins to rise up behind him he continues on he says, there are many here of many walks of life. 
there are many who come to seek Iora's blessing because they are scared, because they are worried. There are some who come to share the light with others because they are in a good place, and they wish to bring that light to others, to see the will of us as a unit, as a group, pushed forward. Because we are all stronger when we can revel in the life around us. Alone, we are weak, we are scared. Together, we can be stronger. And uh, the congregation uh, speaks out, together as one. As one. And uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, the right-hand side begins to stand. A few people on the left stand. And the more people on the left stand, uh, music begins to play as the light begins to fill. Iora <laughs> uh, is a strong god. He's a great god. This like evangelical guy with a guitar comes out and starts playing. <laughs> His name is Evangelical. Evangelical. <laughs> oh, God, he's from Cats. Jellical gods are jellical gods are jellical gods are jellical gods. Welcome. Do you take in the light or uh, do you take in the blood? Uh, I would now ask that Sister Gellis Binding come and speak on behalf of her church where she comes from i will allow her to tell you more sister uh onto the stage walks a tiefling uh with purple skin um her horns sweep back into long white robes uh and she takes a stance uh at the top pulpit and she uh, looks out over the crowd she has a different demeanor about her uh than the the previous uh speaker uh, she definitely seems to have uh, a harder edge. Um, and she says, Where I was raised in the Demon Isles, things are different there. We worshipped Iora as a being of life. All life comes from Iora and all life touches Iora. Iora is responsible for each of us in turn, and it is important that we pay tribute whether you are one who is tied so directly to the god or not, you must pay tribute to Iora. When I come here, I see things are different, but things can be different and still be correct. I see the way you worship this god here. In many ways it is different, but there is one thing that binds us all. For Iora, we pledge our devotion. Because Iora gives back to us and has given for us. You come here today because of the peace of mind you get when you bind yourself to the ideas that we seek. I have looked upon this congregation and I have seen two faces. One that struggles and one 
that revels. And that face can appear on all of us. Each and every one of us can face struggles. And we can also face beauty. We are complicated creatures. Complex. But so is our God. So is the strength we derive from listening to one another and to feeling that connection. Do not give up this touch you feel. Turn to those near you. Make it matter. Make sure you know and they know that together you have bonded in life through Iora. And all of this will be possible. All your struggles, you are not alone. You have one another. We have one another. The light fills this image now. uh, And the whole church is just shimmering. Does Um, this tiefling have really cool robes from the Demon Isles? Like just like dope ass, uh, or... yeah, they're they're definitely like a cut you're not familiar cool. with. Uh, that's for cool. sure. Uh, and they have like a, a an embroidery along the edges that are are not a thing. Like they're some strange rune you don't nice recognize. Touch. Yeah, it's in gold. Um, she also has a red stole that she is wearing. Uh, over all of this. Um, as that as, as she finishes she says may the light touch all of you and may you feel the life force of this congregation lift you up and the the crowd responds uh Gibetto, you do your best to to join in. It's a different response this time, which is really aggravating. <laughs> <laughs> they start doing the thing where they're doing like a bunch of uh, a bunch of yeah. vials all over their face. <laughs> Slowly down, you're like, I don't know how to do um, this. Witness me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone else seems to get the impression <clears throat> that this experience is over. Uh, they've got, they're standing up, they're chatting with one another, uh, and, uh, you get the sense that, that things are done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gebetto looks at the guy, uh, who he was chatting with before, uh, before the ceremony, and he's like, that one seemed pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. It was good. No, I no, mean, no, it was good. It was good. You know, uh, no, it was good. I don't. What I don't is this? Statler and Waldorf? It, <laughs> it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful ceremony. It was great. I thought, uh, you know, I thought the messages of togetherness uh, were really poignant. Were really uh, something that people need to hear right of, you know, nowadays. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and then he turns away. <laughs> Keth goes and looks. Uh, Gepetto makes a show of like walking across the aisle to talk to Keth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ahem. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hello, brother. Uh, may the light be with you. He says super loud uh, to Keth. And may the light touch you as well. <laughs> Good, sir. Uh, what's up, Gepetto? 
What did you uh, what'd you gain Ashes over here? Asher's so I was shit talking <laughs> Blood Iora a little bit and Dunglaris and t- t- but like the, it turned out it was the guy who got up first. It was it was him and I was just shit talking. Oh, I felt like an at. You oh. shit talked a priest. Yeah, <laughs> to another priest. Yeah, I hope he doesn't tell him. I was actually gonna go look for them. I, maybe maybe they have like a schedule of of guests here, like guest uh, guest lecturers or priests. I mean, they've got to right. Like, you can't just kind of like hope somebody's gonna show up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't catch it. Uh, uh, I'll go. I'll go talk to him. He's. he's I think he's, he's that human up front still. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go see him. Uh, as you approach up front, like some other people are up talking to him. Like they shake his hand. He has a few words with them, and then they move on. Uh, uh, so you're kind of waiting, like just sort of hovering awkwardly uh, in <laughs> this line. This is the worst part of leaving <laughs> yeah. my like. My brother-in-law's church yeah. is like that's exactly yeah. how it works. Like the the priest, <laughs> the priest goes outside and waits for everyone to leave the right. church and like greets every single and one. You gotta of wait. Them. <laughs> you can't just like blow by. <laughs> right. Especially right after you've gotten engaged. Boom. <laughs> like <laughs> twelve hours previously. There's a woman. Uh, Who's telling her, uh, telling telling this man all about her week, um, and he's nodding. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dog. I know. <laughs> uh, oh, and did you get the baked goods I sent earlier? Oh, they were very lovely. We were so happy to receive them. You know, we sent them right along to a, a great little organization oh, nearby who's always in need of things like that. We were so excellent. grateful I'll to you. I'll have to make some uh, more because you didn't get to enjoy them. Oh, we would love to accept more. Of course, there are plenty of places that need help. I put brand in us. them We are taken time. care of. <laughs> ah, well, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Light be with you, Daughter, you are, you be well. Light, light be with you, daughter. Light be with you. You don't like Bran? <laughs> <laughs> God, son. He pats her on the oh, shoulder she, and he moves, sort of moves her along. <laughs> oh, the priest. Yeah, the like. Oh, yeah, that's so good. But he's really moving you. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a move that I don't know how to do. <laughs> I want that at parties. Uh, that's why you can't be a guest of honor. I can never honor. be a guest of honor. <laughs> <laughs> hello, my child. Uh, hello, sir. I, you know, that, that was a great, great, uh, great service, and I'm, I'm happy I was here for this one. I hope that you found peace with it. You know, I think I, sh- I should. I think I should come back to more, but I'd, I'd really love to know who's going to be uh, uh, kind of guest, guest lecturing, guest priesting here you know what i mean we uh, we do not have uh people who for us this is an experience of necessity if one of our priests comes to speak it is because there is a calling to do so we do not force any of those who come here to worship and to study to interact on that way when one has something to say in our line of work one chooses to step forward and say it no that that makes sense i just you know the stuff i said about dunglaris i 
I wish I knew when he was going to be back, so I'd make sure not to miss that one. I I cannot say with any certainty when Dunglaris will find his way uh, up to the pulpit again. He comes and goes as he is allowed to do. Uh, there are there are many who seek Dunglaris's words. His rhetoric has shaped much of our congregation of late. The words of Iora he speaks are words that are... They speak to a certain sensibility. And when he is present, I will... I will try to see if there is a time uh, that he can uh, tell me about that, that he will feel compelled to speak again. Although I do fear that when he speaks now, it is with... Uh, it draws more of a crowd than uh, we can really handle at ceremonies like this. Does he tend to not uh, other ven- public venues that he tends to gravitate towards just so he can accommodate more, uh, more followers? Well, of late, I fear Dunglaris may be seeking uh, a different sort of rhetoric. He has been spending more and more time with the with the royal court. I believe he is providing sermons to the king and his court, the other nobles, uh, but that is where he is engaging his time now, with them. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah, he, he must be in high demand if, if they're requesting his services. So thank you so much for the uh, that information and I, I will be trying to make it back as often as I can. Light be with you, child. May the light touch you. You seem you seem distressed and I hope that you can find peace. Ah, me too. And he walks he on behind Ethel. Yeah, he pats you on the on the <laughs> shoulder and talks to the next person behind you. <laughs> <laughs> he feels like fulfilled. He doesn't feel like he was rushed, rushed off. He, he feels like that was the right yeah. amount of time. <laughs> this priest is good. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kev goes to the group and says, Y'all, yo, uh, Dunglaris, he's hanging with the royals now. He's like their private priest. So, What did I miss? I, I'm sorry, I was sleeping. I don't sleep normally. You did great in there, Asher. Thank Thanks. you. What did I miss? Dunglaris, he's he's in the castle most of the time. Oh. Well, that's c- convenient, good news, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, maybe we've been trying to find him. Right. We found him. Yeah. Boom. We're kind of we're, we're like not. Genevera takes out her notebook and crosses off. Find Dunglaris. <laughs> 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 The Redeemers explode. <laughs> <laughs> and come out. Uh, no, their their goal is not find yeah. him. <laughs> I think. No, I think, our goal was find him. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, there, yeah. The Redeemers. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's good. He's We know where he is. That's like step one. And Kat's like hyperventilating. He's like, uh, but, you know, and we'll, I'm sure we'll figure something out. <clears throat> Yeah. So 
this church is in a bad way. Super divided, yeah. Also, that lady just talked for like 20 minutes, and the only thing she really did was ask for money. <laughs> That's true. Genevieve, have you not been to church before? Fuck, I wish we could end on episode uh, one. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I just... I'm worried. I Like... What if Iora's just... Scary blood now? Like, what if it's too late to stop that? Well, what is... But get... I guess it's not a big deal, right? Like, Big Dumb Marcus is pretty scary and bloody. Yeah. But Torek said Gillick is in in a battle of sorts or, like, is in between the two sides, right? He So it, yeah. I don't think it's too far gone. I wonder if his battle is going to kind of decide which direction the church goes. I don't know. Yeah, but again, I I hate to ask the same question twice. Uh but like what side what side's Gillick going to be fighting for? Yeah, I guess that's a thing I didn't want to consider. Uh at all. I mean, All right. Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's go to church, too. Oh, my God. Today's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Remember last time, though, Asher? Remember last time we came to the Church of Salius, and it was super fun because it was actually a big puzzle? I don't. I don't remember Pulling levers and sliding things around. Remember, we had to move the pulpit around. Are we going to have to be in teams with, like, the congregation now? Because there's going to be a lot of people there. So we're going to have to do puzzles, but like strangers. <laughs> I might, uh, the player cannot think of something fucking worse than an escape room with strangers. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God. This is Asher's worst. Hi, uh, what, what was your name again? Okay, great. Can, can you go check the bookcase over there? We're looking for four, yeah. seven, or nine. I'm just number dyslexic. Look- Stop it. <laughs> Hey guys, I found a I found a, a a ping pong ball. I don't know if I was supposed to find this though. Yeah, can you leave that where you found? We don't know what that's for yet. Can you? It was leave on the ground. <laughs> I put it in my mouth. Leave me alone. Oh my god! I'm. That's you're right. That's the fucking worst. That's the worst. It's uh, every permutation I think of. It's the worst. Anyways, uh, this is what it's gonna be. You've done it again, Asher. Yeah. You've made the thing worse. <laughs> I don't know. No, but like last time it looked abandoned as shit. Like something tells me people that uh, are true devotees of Salius aren't going to tell you that. Like you're just going to not see them because it's a fucking secret, right? So maybe. Yeah. Let's go. Let's see. Maybe it'll be sweet. Maybe this one will be Maybe it'll be group projects. Oh, God. (laughs) 
you guys head for uh, uh, the Temple of Salius, um, which is here in the heart of the city. So the Temple of Salius that you went to before, the abandoned one, that was in Safe Haven, which is another part of Emberfall, but not near the Ashen Observatory. Um, so this one uh, is a, it's a different temple. I just want to make sure you know it's a different temple. Wait, uh, is it? Yes. Or is uh, it? Yes. It okay. is. So we're so in the when, city of not Emberfall yeah. doesn't have like a like the the Ashen Observatory has a city that is around it, but it doesn't have like like it's just Emberfall. It is the capital of Emberfall, uh, which is the Ashen Observatory and these places that have sprung up around it. Okay. Uh, Safe Haven is another part of Emberfall. Like a an actual like part Got like it. a city apart from this. Now it's sort of like Cambridge and Boston, right? Where uh, they touch, like they and- touch. They're technically two cities. And Somerville's <laughs> there too, sure, and sure, it's sure, technically sure, sure. its own city too. But like Camberville is one thing, part of Boston. Let's let's all be real. Right, it's all part of it's all part of like this Emberfall. Uh, sprawling everyone knows it except the government Uh, that runs the area like everyone knows it right so this is a different part of this place and so the temple of salius you're coming to is a different temple of salius which also looks like a different abandoned building (laughs) so uh this one you have an easier time uh finding Right, because they have to have some temples that are not impossible to find. Do they? It's your world, Anthony. Their... You tell us. <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. that's what I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you come across this uh, uh, a temple. This one is very different from the high cathedral that you saw. However, uh, it is much more modest. Uh, it is a small, single-story building uh, that looks like it has seen better days. Uh, from the, on the outside, there is a single tapestry with, uh, the symbol of Iora. Uh, I'm not a for <laughs> of Salius. Real that's secret. how they get, that's how yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how that's they the keep secret. people off, off the track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a, a single blue, uh, banner with, uh, the tome on it, uh, to mark it as a, a, a place of worship for Salius, but otherwise it kind of looks like every other building around it. Uh, it doesn't, it's not like, it doesn't look like it was necessarily built to be a temple. Uh, it looks like it was, they rented some space and put up a banner. Uh, <laughs> so uh, when the four of you step inside, uh, there are candles lining all of the walls uh, and there are desks set up. Uh, with little like dividers between them, like little carols in a library. Uh, and there are just people at all of them hunched over writing, like reading and taking notes and writing whatever study that they are doing. They're all doing it privately. Those run on both sides of the walls, uh, to the back of the room where there is a sort of a raised platform where there is a, a single person, uh, 
on like a, a more open desk, like sitting there writing and, and taking notes and stuff too. Uh, she's an, uh, an older looking dragonborn. She is a red dragonborn uh, and she's sitting there taking notes. Hmm. Um, Gibetto Gibetto is going to head up uh, to to the the dais up at the front, um, mm-hmm. and he's going to introduce himself. Uh, Gibetto Fonkin, one shoe stumble, knackle timber shimmers. Uh, pleasure to meet you. A pleasure to meet you. Uh, and he, he nods, um, and he lets the, the keys to his journal, uh, just kind of slip out of his pocket, uh, as he stands there in front of her and says, um, I was wondering if there might be an exchange that could take place. You see her lean back a little bit. She is, uh, her eyes are like, she is just trying to tear you apart with her eyes, uh, to try and determine if this is going to be, uh, a valuable conversation for her to engage in. Gibetto puts uh, his hand on, uh, the unseen blade and it disappears. Give me a persuasion check. It's hard to be persuasive and also not say anything. I agree. Uh, <laughs> 23. Fuck yeah. Not that hard, it seems. <laughs> what I'm about to do, very difficult. <laughs> <clears throat> she says, an exchange. You come to a house of knowledge. We... Seek knowledge. If you seek knowledge. We do. And have knowledge to share. We do. Then I think it could be possible that we could come to an arrangement. She stands up. She said, uh, she steps down off of the dais uh, to stand next to you. She is shorter than you expect. Uh, not as short as you, obviously, but, uh, (laughs) obviously is the problem there in that sentence, Anthony, you're three foot eight (laughs) and she's a dragonborn. (laughs) Uh, she's not as tall as Genevera. Uh, she is, uh, probably like four inches shorter than Genevera. Okay. Um, so tall and still, still tall to you. Uh, but, but you know what? You feel like, like you know, not that tall. I've oh seen you feel like. Yeah, exactly. In comparison <laughs> to a horse, how? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so short compared to a horse, <laughs> which are massive um, in this world. <laughs> yeah, right. a million. Like ten feet shorter than a they're, horse. They're a uh, <laughs> so uh, she steps down, um, and she looks you over again. And you see her uh, reach into, she's got a satchel on her side. Um, and she pulls out uh, a book that she 
has the key like wrapped around it. Um, she pulls that off and she unlocks the, the book and she flips through it for a few moments. Um, she shuts the book and she says, my name is Sitara. Gibetto nods and like uh, motions keeping his lips locked. Do you vouch for those who have entered with you? With everything in me. Come. And she turns and walks toward the back of the room. Uh, Gibetto, like, motions to the rest of the crew. This is way cooler already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, as she walks toward the back of the room, she uh, does not stop as she moves toward the wall and just passes through it. <gasps> Gibetto follows. Yeah. Uh, as you step through, the illusion fades around you um, and you step into a, a, a very uh, heavily decorated, we will say, library. Uh, there are several shelves, uh, like full bookshelves, just jammed full of books and scrolls uh this is also lit by candle and there are uh several other like hanging tapestries uh of various ages uh that you see like stories depicted on some of them are just like depictions of uh salius they are relics and artifacts of time gone um, by. can i jennifer is freaking out <laughs> Can I can She's I check out. out these tapestries to see if they depict any stories that might be relevant to the corruption of the throne or any like royalty based things? Because uh, everyone, give me yeah. investigation. Uh, actually, everyone, give me knowledge checks. Sorry, Jennifer just rolled a nat one on her <gasps> keeping it cool check. Oh no! She's not. She's not being cool about this. No, not keeping it cool. <laughs> not keeping not. it cool. You said history or? Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, history. Asher rolled an uncharacteristic uh, 18 for history. Uh, 21. 26. Eight. Okay. It's a cool room. Mike wants to visit. So, um, you said a 26? Yes. Did someone say a twenty. Yeah. I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I had a twenty-one. Uh, so every time, uh, Asher, you or uh, Gibetto, you, you guys look up at these tapestries and you start to see a thing that you like recognize. Like just as you start to formulate, like, oh yeah, I think that's Genevieve is right there in your ear, like whispering <laughs> to you what it is. Uh, <laughs> let me get. Let me have a win. <laughs> She's no. right there, like, oh my god, that's from the Blade War. Oh my god, that's that's the uh, the the signing of the pact. That's the actual formation of the pact depicted on this. So, uh, Genevieve, you're seeing like a couple of these moments of history. Um, I I uh, took you over as your loss of cool uh, as you <laughs> <laughs> flutter around the room. Um, <clears throat> you're seeing some moments in history on these. They are. Uh, relatively generalized, relatively well-known moments of history, and you're not gleaning a lot per se from these tapestries, except that uh, some of the small details seem a little strange to you. Um, Like, 
for instance, the uh, tapestry that depicts the pact uh, does not show um, uh, Colliesto or uh, Herix at the as like part of the the tapestry. Cool. Um, the one for the Blade War uh, shows uh, all of the kings of Numerita standing with blades in their hands uh, and it shows like the one that you are pretty sure is Elatrix is like slightly bigger and in the center. Um, so like, there are these, like him having like, the one blade. Uh, just as opposed to like putting him in any sort of consistency with anyone else. Right. So Elatrix pre so Genevera knows from her knowledge of the history of the blade war that while Elatrix played a significant role in, uh, in the end of that, like at, at the time he was not like rising up above all of these others in a way that was visible. Right. But this tapestry depicts that, uh, contemporarily. So, or contemporaneously. Um, so it's, uh, there are these small details that are to a lay person who wouldn't even know Elatrix's extent of connection that, that you guys do because of your knowledge of him. Uh, they would be odd hmm. details. Um, okay. Is there is there a reason that Caliesto and Herrix aren't depicted on the pack? Oh, that is a very old tapestry. There is much we don't know about what that is showing. We know that it is a congregation of the gods. And that there is, we believe it to be a formation of the pact. Uh, there are some indications in the sides here that uh, these were uh, stories of these gods were present together. That there were flashes in the light, uh, flashes of light in the sky to indicate the conjoining of these gods. That is how this artist chose to depict this. Okay, but I, we don't know. Uh, we can't even place this with a time. Okay. And Gibetto smiles uh, and keeps walking with. Uh, sorry, one more time. Her name? Satara. Satara. Um, Satara takes you into this uh, chamber a little bit and, uh, there is like a long table here in the center, um, that is piled high with books and scrolls. You're not even sure where they would fit because all of the uh, bookcases are full. Um, and then some. Great. And she sits at the table. She says, please sit. Um, thank you so much for inviting us in. The information that we seek is on the corruption of the throne. The corruption of the throne? Of Emberfall. Hmm. It's um, Hmm. part of why I was so interested in the pack tapestry back there. Herrick's being put to sleep because of his corruption. I'm concerned has a tie 
to the corruption on the throne of Emberfall. She uh, is taking notes the whole time you speak. Like basically anything you say, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. is writing down. She uh, glances uh, at one of the bookshelves. You can tell that she is thinking like she's deep in thought. Um, she says, hmm. what are you seeking to understand about this? corruption tell me what you believe to be true and i will see what i can corroborate or illuminate Gibetto looks around the room uh and is like y'all correct me if i'm wrong but we're hoping to find a way to stop it uh or at least figure out where it started Jennifer actually gives, gives a thumbs, thumbs up. up yeah if we can figure out the first one then everything else is kind of secondary well no I mean that information would be awesome but so mm-hmm. valuable and Gibetto like is trying to coax uh like a, a desire to know it uh, from Satara. Right, right, right. Hmm. She stands up. Um, she moves over to one of the bookcases and grabs out uh, a, a scroll and pulls it out uh, and opens it up and she begins to look through it and she says, what have you learned of the King Regent? I'm sorry. The former you King are... Regent. Yeah, of course. But uh, the former King Regent, um, Mordheim was... If there is a corruption here, and this is not the first I have heard of this, but it is not anything that we have ever been able to confirm. If there is a corruption upon our throne, then I think there is no more glaring an example than of Mordheim. The King Regent held the seat for so little a time. And yet in that time, the choices he made were dubious at best. And so unlike the man he was said to have been. If Mordheim, the man he was supposed to have been, could not sit upon that throne without it changing him, then a corruption is very real possibility. But there are many who would say that you seek magic to answer a failing of man. That when Mordheim sat upon that throne and was met with power, his priorities shifted. That he became the person he was not because of some dark, sinister intent, 
but because when given the option to be in control, he took it. Uh, Gebetto's trying to read, and I realize how fucking insane this is. Uh, she's like a master secret keeper. Uh, Gebetto's trying to read what he's not getting from her in this. Give me an insight check. Okay. Uh, 16. It's going to be one of those things. Stand by. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if it helps, that doesn't like that's my passive as well. So like, if it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like she's holding something from me. But no, I, I know, but uh... I don't know if if she is or if like that's what she knows and that's what she's giving us. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I I mean, uh, <laughs> Anthony, choosing his words carefully. He's trying not to lead <laughs> anyone on, or not lead them not on. Off, <laughs> right? Whatever, whatever the opposite of leading yeah. someone on is. <laughs> just, uh, I would like to have no influence in this if I could. If I could just play this straight, I would. <laughs> If we could be in the same room and you could peek over my shoulder, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if yeah, all yeah, these yeah, things yeah. could happen, yep. this would be a much better LARP scene is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, you get the sense uh, from this discussion that when she tells you about these more mundane possibilities. These things that are undoubtedly things someone has said to her, right? Yeah. They are, uh, you can tell from just like the briefest twitch of the eye, right? That these are not things she is buying. Okay, cool. Um, so Gibetto looks at her and says, I appreciate the information that you've provided, Satara. Might I recommend an update to that ancient tapestry. It would look much better with a blue and purple background. While it is not our place to modify the writings of the past, it is our place to contextualize to understand better the things that have come before with information that is found after. I think it might be important for you to know in your quest that Marcus Mordheim was always a good man. He was always seeking justice. But he made sacrifices to get where he was. I do not know that any take a throne without making sacrifices. 
and sometimes good people can choose dangerous paths to walk. Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventuring and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventuringpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Serious Business